Are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that. Check them out online, sidesign.net. And hey, if you're a parent or a grandparent, they've got something for you as well, as SI Design is the leading provider of custom sports prints. They offer a variety of products, including posters, banners, canvases, and more. All you have to do is upload your high-quality studio or action shot, and SI Design will create the memory for you. For more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SI Design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net, and tell Kyle that Sideline to Sideline sent Get to talk some football, as I don't know if I'm being heard. Yes, I am. Our things have went weird. It's been one of those weird nights, folks. I can't even hear anything. Can you hear anything right now? I can. It's really hot in my ear. It's like you're hot in the ear? Yeah. Uh, I can. Now I can hear. How are you hot? I bet you turned down to like three-fourths. There we go. Are you there better now? Yeah, way better. Now, now I can't hear you. Talk. Talk. There we go. Man, what a way to kick off our inaugural in season sideline to sideline. 2A, 2A, 3A, and 4A. This is one of the, yeah, this is one of those things that happens every uh, season to begin, especially now because we're working with new uh, equipment all across the boards and video and all that. And I know we've been playing with it with, uh, in our off season shows, but it, there's always what three weeks a year where and it's usually the first week and then other t- where just things don't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was like that today. We've actually been in the studio for almost an hour and a half, just trying to restart and start and computers decided not to act right and everything. Anyway, Hi, I'm Terry Bennett. That's Grant Goodwin. This is Sideline to Sideline brought to you by SI Design and Printing. Uh, if you're watching the video you saw their ad, you'll hear about them if you're watching or if you're only listening audio-wise. But we're here to talk a little 2A football, which is what we're going to do each and every week during the football season. I, I promise it, it, it'll always probably be this clunky, but hey, we have a lot of fun doing it. And what better way to start the season of in-season shows than to talk 2A? Then we're recording it first, by the way, just a pull back that curtain and because the first game we saw of the year was in 2a uh, we went down to Timpson Texas last Thursday night to take in that battle Timpson versus Beckville uh, to be honest with you and if you if you didn't heard we actually did a recap show wasn't much of a battle though no it wasn't I I, I think Timpson uh, defensively on the first possession pretty much announced that they were gonna just own Beckville right JJ yeah. Garner uh, for the first three or four possessions of that game, that Beckville offensive line just could not figure out how to block him. He would shoot the gap. He's passed, you know, the the, the tackle before he even gets out of his stance. Yes, and, and especially like the first, like you said, two out of the first three snaps, he's got tackle for losses to begin the year. Uh, and it felt like that whenever they needed that, they just would go back to it. Right. Um, and the same thing offensively, he taking over for Terry Bussey, who did not play. 
we've heard so many rumors while we were there about why he didn't play from uh, they're, they're saving him to major reconstruction surgeon. And we look over <laughs> and he's right there with no scars and he's got no, I, I think no the, brace. I, I had a coach tell me from another team that it's a meniscus, which makes a lot more sense yeah. with how we saw him, uh, but they didn't really need him uh, as JJ Garner, you know, I'm not going to try to claim that he's as this, as Bussy, but what he did, he did very, very well, and Beckville had no answer for him. There's a lot of 2A teams that would take J.J. Garner as their starting quarterback. 1,000%. That dude, um, let's just take the running out of the equation, which he pretty much dominated that Beckville defense. But, you know, he had a couple of yippy throws here and there. But for the most part, man, he was spot on. Yeah, and you're going to have yippy throws from a guy playing his first, starting his first varsity game at quarterback. And you've really you're one of the big spotlight games of not only the week but the night and Thursday night, and that in of itself kind of puts you out there because there wasn't even though there's more games being played on Thursday night because of the the ref thing, there wasn't a ton of Thursday night games. And so I thought I thought he played very well. Uh, all things considered, like I said, there was a couple bad throws. One of them, Beckville dropped. Another one, it, it was more of the guy did a double move, and he, it was so such a beautiful move. Uh, and I think that was uh, Vosky Howard that did that move. Mm-hmm. It was such a beautiful move that you could you even said it as it happened. You could almost see Garner's eyes get so big, and he just tried to overthrow because yeah. and, and he'll learn. You just lay that one up. Just right. It's better to throw it a little short and make him come back to it when he's that wide open than it is to try to throw him into the end zone. But other than that, he played great. Beckville. You, you, you mentioned Vosky Howard. He had a really good game as well. A couple of times. And uh, it was Beckville really quiet. lost contain on him, and boom, he was gone. I mean, he is so good. It was a really quiet night, and it wasn't for him, but I'm just saying, like, right. I, we actually were like, oh, yeah, that was Vosky. We even labeled it J.J. Garner at first in one of the touchdowns. And, that and first re- touchdown, yeah. I yeah. realized it was Howard, and then I went back and looked at his stats, and I'm like, man, he he was really kind of all over the field, but he is so impactful that you, you kind of lose sight, and honestly, we kept looking at what J.J. Garner was doing. I, I want to say this. I mean, look, the defense played lights out for Timpson, but yeah. uh, there, there's – I've already – Seen and we saw it last year. Even though we didn't cover a, 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 uh, the two A uh, class, uh, we still you know we still we watch, watch games yeah. and read message boards or whatever. Um, and there was a lot of tra- talk last year, and I've even heard some of it this year that Timpson's a one man yeah. team. And, man, that is far from the truth. Yeah, that was kind of the running thing on Smokey was, hey, it, you know, we're going to we're gonna find – and this wasn't from just Beckville fans. This was a lot of people. And I get why. When, when you have a guy that's such an impact player like him, it, it, you, you kind of lose what the other guys are doing on the team because he is so special. But, I mean, this – Without what, Terry Bussey, they would still be a top three team. In the state, yeah, 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 I agree. I think they, I think they would be a region threat for sure. Oh, uh, maybe yeah. a region favorite, maybe I even mean, a state finals favorite. Especially when you look at, you know, it'd I, be harder to get Pat Bass uh, Refurio without yeah, him. Yeah, but, you know. I mean, uh, I, I will say this. I was, you know, I, I was a, I was nicer after our recap show or during our recap show, but going back, I was really disappointed in Beckville. I was too. Um, you know, obviously they have a you know D1 running back, and he played really well when they fed him the ball. But other than that, they just look uh, 
outclassed. Well, and it looked like they were trying too hard to feed him the ball. Well, and they couldn't figure out the Timpson speed yeah. ever. And, that, and, and that's hard to do week one. That's hard right. to do week eight, but especially week one right. when you've got some guys who've never played varsity football. And, and you and I have always talked about that's one of the reasons why, and I'll even say it now, even when I'm talking about Beckville, you can't always – take week one for what it is because you've got guys who in four weeks are going to look like completely different ball players. Yeah. And for Beckville, they really, really need that because, you know, everybody keeps talking about Beckville Timpson. And, and I said it last year when, when we picked that Cooper Beckville game, Beckville needs to worry about Cooper first because Cooper is, is in, in my mind, even before this game, we said it during our, our, our preview thing. I feel that Cooper is the second best team going into the season in this region, and nothing that's happened this week changed my mind. Yeah, I, I think I feel the same. All right, well, that's what we're going to be doing each and every week here, talking to a thanks for no. Uh, what we are going to do though is we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we are going to recap some other week one games. Basically, the way we do this is we review the week before, we preview the week that is, and we just have a lot of fun doing it. So we'll do all that when we come back right here on the SI Design and Printing. Class 2A version of Sideline to Sideline. Is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire-resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go-to for quality, affordability, safety, and style. L4FR was founded by a third-generation oil field worker who is also a veteran. Thus, this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity, all while we provide first-rate customer service. Our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come, whether you're working on a pipeline, alignment climbing utility poles, or in any other environment requiring fire-resistant apparel. L4FR has you covered. Our apparel is tough enough to resist hazardous conditions while still providing high comfort and style. L4FR provides clothing options to ensure your safety and comfort, whether you're on the job or not. To view our complete inventory of flame-resistant garments, please visit our online store at L4FRclothing.com or give us a call at 817-757-4935. See habla espanol. Terry Bennett, Grant Goodwin back here, sideline to sideline, brought to you by SI Design and Printing, the 2A edition right here on L4 Media. As what we're about to do now is hit the rewind button, and let's look at week one. Uh, I I think the first thing, Grant, that that you would say is it kind of, for the most part, went like we thought it would, where I I, I can't remember the stat I read, but I think this was the uh, best win percentage in week one for a higher class team against a lower class team in like 20 years. Mm-hmm. And, and I do think a lot of that has to do with the heat and, oh, yeah. and, and things like that. Without uh, a doubt. And, and we saw some of that in the first week. And, and, and honestly, I feel like that might have been what happened in game one at, that we're going to talk to is Hitchcock beat Refurio 43-6. to Refurio had a 12-point lead. 43-36. I'm sorry, 43-36. to 36. Sorry about that. Refurio had a 12-point lead going into the fourth. Uh, Lloyd Jones then threw a 31-yard touchdown pass to Bryce Dorsey to get within a touchdown, uh, and then they're able to score again, and then they kind of pulled away at the end. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I Refiro, we've talked about before, th- th- those are gutsy kids, but but a lot of times they've got some guys playing two ways and stuff, and, and you got to wonder how how much Hitchcock was able to rely on that depth. Not that Hitchcock's a bad team. I mean, they're we, we talked about they're a team Top that five. if they were in any other region, they would be the prohibitive region favorite in their division this year. They're just in a region where – they could lose in the first round, and there'd be no shame in they're, that. They're one of the three favorites 
though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you can kind of put a three of in a hopper and yes. whoever you pick out, right? Exactly. Um, I, you know, look, Refugio's defense played lights out. Yeah, for they really about did. About three quarters, you know, and they played well throughout the game. But, yeah, I think you're right. I think Hitchcock had so many dudes that they could throw at him. Uh, comparatively, uh, but you know the quarterback for Refugio, Keelan Brown, had a big game. Ernest Campbell had a big game. Um, I, I, you know, if I'm Refugio, I am not hanging my head on this one. Uh, oh, Hitchcock no. is a very, very talented football team, up in Class Three A, and uh, Refugio's probably at this point kind of maybe poised to run the table. Yeah, I think you know? so. I think so. And we, we talked about it in our little 2A preview show. By the way, if you didn't see that up on the website, S2S Grant and Terry, uh, it says Timpson Beckville recap and our 2A picks. We were unable to uh, do our straight-up Big R's preview show that we really wanted to do simply because of we, again, technical issues over at your house, a different kind. And so we didn't do the show, and we didn't try to force it. So that's why we did it last week. Uh, but you can hear our picks there for who we think is going to win state in, in uh, 2A in both divisions. Uh, speaking of, we talked about uh, Timpson and Beckville Cooper, a, a good, prof- which I call professional win over Grand Saline. Grand Saline's not terrible. They're not the one in – nine Grand Salines of years ago. Their team, you know, they've got a, what's his name, that was the Mineola head coach and won a state championship, Drennan. Um, they're a competitive team, and I thought Cooper went out and did what you should do in week one and get out early and, and then sit some guys. Yeah, they got to get some confidence going because they have a very tough one, uh, what is it, week after na- – or. Yeah, next week, right? Against Hooks. Yeah. That we'll possibly be at. Yeah, we were just talking about that earlier, depending on what happens this week. Uh, we'll, we'll be talking about Hooks in the other show as well. All right, where do you want to go next? Uh, how about Collinsville, 48, Tioga, 20. Collinsville's uh, Colin Barnes uh, and uh, Ryland Newman both ran for 108 yards each. Uh, their quarterback, Logan Jenkins, threw six touchdown passes. Yeah, you know, Collinsville kind of gets lost where they're at. It, it kind of hurts them. But when you look at what they did last year, and, of course, we talk about the Pirates because we do a monster football show. But, you know, last year they were 12-2. and two. And when you look at their two losses, it was to Cooper, which, by the way, that's going to be a, another good game that if we don't end up seeing Cooper hooks, we might end up seeing Cooper and Collinsville. Uh, last year Cooper won by nine, and then Collinsville didn't lose again until they lost in the playoffs to Albany in that shootout, 66-34. to 34. Uh, But, yeah, I thought this was a good, again, another just a good professional win. Tioga's not a bad team. Uh, and, and Collinsville, they go to one and oh. Uh, where, else, where else you want to go now? All right. Uh, how about we go down to Jim Ned, 34, Holly, 12. What a win for Jim Ned. Uh, kind of left no doubt, right? Uh, Jim Ned's uh, running back, Braden Shipman's running for 169 yards. Uh, Gray Beasley, the quarterback, had 100, uh, 216 yards yeah. combined rushing and passing. Now, Holly, uh, Chandler Myers, uh, the receiver, had 103 yards receiving. And then uh, Landon Sakora. Uh, the running back ran for 44 yards. Uh, it's kind of like Refiro losing to Hitchcock. You have nothing to hang your head, uh, yeah. hat, head on. Well, that's kind of how Holly is. I mean, look, Jim Ned is a darn good team. Probably one of the most underrated teams in Class 3A. We were really high on them and yeah. in our 3A preview show, and I've heard from multiple coaches who listened and said they totally agree with that, mm-hmm. uh, in, including uh, Holiday's head coach, Kyle Atwood, because they played Jim Ned this week, and he said that's the first thing that, that he saw looking at film was they looked a 
lot more like their 2019 Jim Neds than they did last year. Yeah. Uh, and again, the biggest thing for them, even when they won state, is injuries. They're a team that they're so physical that sometimes that physicality hurts yourself almost. Uh, but yeah, good win for Jim Ned and for Holly. I, this is not, you and I are not the type that, and we will be doing rankings here in the next few weeks starting out. We're not the type that necessarily knocks a team just because they lost. Right. Um, seeing some of the polls and Brock being knocked down because they lost 10 to 7 to Pleasant Grove on a last second touchdown just blows my mind. Like, I, I don't understand that how you can say that's a, a team that should fall in the, their own rankings when they lose to a top five team in a class that's higher than them. And that's the same thing for Holly, and that's the same thing for Refurio as well. Hey, were you surprised not that Hallettsville won? But Hallettsville winning 41-8. Now, we talked about it. This isn't the Shiner of the last couple of years, but we both right. feel that they're still going to be a really good Shiner team. But, man, that's, I wasn't expecting that score. Yeah, Hallettsville kind of beats the brakes off the Comanches, do they not? Yeah, I'd I mean, like to. If you're at the game, yeah, if you're at the game, let us know. And, by the way, if you're a 2A fan of a team and you, you want us to know more about your team, just email them to us, grantanterry at s2ssport.com. Uh, and that's that's how we get a lot of our information on 3A and 4A is we got a lot of media guys and a lot of just people that keep stats. Like Walter Commander for Franklin, he keeps stats. He sends them in every week. That's how we always know how great their stats are. So don't be afraid to send us in as we learn all these 2A teams and, and get to talking to them. We, we need all the help we can get. All right, Mart 37, Crockett 19. Um, I didn't think Crockett would win by any stretch. I did think Crockett would be a little bit more competitive. You know, Mart – it's weird to say March playing with a chip on their shoulder, but you know it's been a few years since they've won state, and for them, that's that's unique. Uh, so I, I'm just curious to see if that's just a one-off, or is that telling us that Mart really is back to being Mart of, of three years ago? I don't think they haven't been being Mart. Yeah, I think March has been. You know, they just ran up against they two just really good yeah. teams to take championships. Uh, games, but I don't I, know. Look, JD JD Bell runs for 157 yards. Uh, DeMontreal Medlock. Runs for 113 yards. That's very Mart-esque, is it not? Oh yeah, it is. I, I'm not going to say they're. I'm not going to say that they were less, but I do think that first upset. Maybe kinda, they're not as dominant. Yeah, think? exactly. They're it, very dominant in the region, though. Exactly, it, very much so. And, and I just think that that first upset uh, kind of. I don't know. It just kind of took the sheen off them, maybe. Mm-hmm. And and two A schools weren't literally shaking in their boots because we would talk to coaches just in passing in, in, in 2A and bring it up and they would literally be like well you know we have a good team but you know Mart's in our division right and I don't think I, I, I don't think teams are doing that anymore but anyway good win for them uh, where else you want to go how about Albany 22 uh, Lubbock Trinity Christian 21 what a game that would have been to be at right? well you know Lubbock Trinity Christian would probably be about a 3A school talent wise uh-huh. and a good 3A school maybe not a top three but I think would be a region threat inside that region so I, I think this is a really good win for Albany Adam Hill once again uh, 135 yards, 29 carries. He's a kid that feels like he's been there for 10 years now. I know, right? I uh, mean, that guy's a beast. Yes, yeah, and he can do it on every position. He will be used in so many different ways. Kaysen Fairchild, he had six catches for 153 yards. Uh, and just a really good win uh, for Albany to begin the season. Yeah. All right. How about a uh, couple of quick hitters before we uh, go to the uh, preview or go to break and yep. then uh, preview? Uh New home, 27, Haskell, 6. Good start for New home. Yeah, New home looking like everything we uh, thought they were going to be. And how about Toller beating Peaster 49-9? to um, That might be one of the most dominant performances that we've seen 
in week one uh, from a big-time ranked 2A team. Yeah, and, and I know Peaster has a new coach, and, and but but they have talent coming back. Right. And and, and by the way, we had L4 Media there, and they got an interview. If you haven't seen that, it's it's on our channels. Uh, Tish With Lee did a great job. Toller head coach. Toller right? and Peaster, yep. Great okay. great job by Tish Lee for getting those interviews for us. She was also at the Brock Pleasant Grove game. It's not That's the one of the things that why we wanted to make this move. It's not just us at the games anymore. We've got crew that are going out and getting you know interviews and getting – uh, video and talking and stuff and, and, and it was awesome it was so awesome to be able to say hey that's our site and we didn't have to do <laughs> right yeah as much as we love this we want to take some stuff and let other people do it at times but yeah great win for for the rattlers I, I think they're one of those teams that's definitely playing with the chip on the shoulder that uh, they felt they got they got knocked out one round too early and they want to avenge that this year so a uh, good win for them as well again we already talked about Timpson versus uh uh, Refiro Chilton beat uh, Boscoville thirty-four to nothing. No shock there. No, no shock. But uh, the score I, I, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Well, I think Chilton is, uh, you know, as good as they were last year. I think they're putting their name out there for uh, for all the pundits to to really pay attention to this year. No, right? I, I totally agree with that. I mean, you know, got one of the best athletes in the state. Um, their defense obviously is really good. Yep. I mean, pitching a shutout. Uh, not that Bosqueville is going to score, you know, fifty plus. But you would have thought that. But I, I think we th- with the heat out there, yeah, right? Yeah. And you got uh, you know backups coming in. I mean, that shows it may be a little bit deep as well. All right. Well, that is going to do it for our first ever review in Class Two A. There will be no Coach X this week. Two uh, A just depends. He are, again, if you don't know, Coach X is a real coach. He writes into our four A and three A show, and he and he. We love that he does it, but it does take a lot of work. He's not just – he's very funny, and, and he, he has a routine. And so he's going to get 2A as he can, but there might be some weeks early as we kind of work He does in. have a regular job. I don't know, watching film and uh, actually coaching. I him. still think he's a Walmart greeter that everybody – think? I think he just plays a board game and everybody calls him coach. That's Could just be. what I think. Anyway. That, board game. That, Uh-oh. <laughs> Is, the, is that a shot over the bow? No, so no, the, just talking, man. Hey, just last. No, no. Okay, let's just let's just All go. Right. Let's just go about our business. All right, that's I personally good. like Monopoly better. But okay, <laughs> that's gonna do it for the review of two A. We'll take a break, and when we come back, we're gonna preview week two. That's right, we're already into week two, and, and I'll tell you from experience, you blink your eyes, and we're gonna be in week six here really quick. Right here on sideline to sideline, the two A edition, brought to you by SI Design and Printing on S two S part of L. For media. Is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire-resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go-to for quality, affordability, safety, and style. L4FR was founded by a third-generation oil field worker who is also a veteran. Thus, this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity, all while we provide first-rate customer service. Our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come, whether you're working on a pipeline, a lineman climbing utility poles, or in any other environment requiring fire-resistant apparel. L4FR has you covered. Our apparel is tough enough to resist hazardous conditions while still providing high comfort and style. L4FR provides clothing options to ensure your safety and comfort, whether you're on the job or not. To view our complete inventory of flame-resistant garments, please visit our online store at L4FRclothing.com or give us a call at 817-757-4935. So anyway, so that's how it's going to be. So audio should be up on Wednesday night, S2S Grant and Terry. 
uh, com. Also on our Facebook page, Sideline to Sideline. Also on Twitter, at Grant and Terry. Uh, you can also find us on every podcast platform. But if you type, it, type in Sideline to Sideline, our former feed is still there. So just make sure you look for the new logo. It's the one with the whole football field, not just the helmets. Uh, and click that and click follow, and you'll be able to tune in to us. All right, so we did the review section. Now let's do the preview section. And I want to start back kind of where we were last week. That's out in East Texas. Uh, Timpson versus Jefferson, the 3A Bulldogs. Uh, they dominated – who was it they dominated? Um, you asked me that. Now I can't remember. Let me pull it up. I had this off the top. I, I do know Cameron – Oh, New Boston, Will- New Boston. New Boston, yeah. Uh, Cameron Williams for uh, Jefferson wow. ran for 337 yards last week. So that's going to maybe – Test that Timpson defense a little bit more than what Beckville could have. Well, and you know, and it's a, it's a also a way, and, and I know Timpson's seen this all, you know, since Bussy started playing as a sophomore. It's a way to keep that offense off the field. Yeah, uh, and, yeah. and and if Bussy doesn't play, then I think that that could give JJ Garner some some problems because it, you know as much as I know Timpson scored fifty again game one, but as much as they they scored, there were. Big stretches where their offense couldn't really do anything. Mm-hmm. I do want to give Beckville credit on that. Defensively, at times, Beckville I don't, there were there there were a couple of drives that uh, Beckville. But you know, so, look, Timpson did a lot. They made a lot of mistakes themselves. Oh yeah, a lot of penalties, uh, like yeah, thirteen, I think. Yeah, so I think uh, there was maybe one drive where Beckville really legitimately stopped Timpson, but I think Timpson stopped Timpson. Yeah, I mean, but the, the, they had a couple turnovers, and you can say that they were unforced, or if back, that's one of those right. you know chicken or egg discussions. Again, though, first week, um, but I, but I do think Jefferson can, can give them. Uh, 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 and, and honestly, I think if Bussy doesn't play, I, I kind of like Jefferson in this game. I like Timpson in this game. Look, uh, uh, JJ Garner at quarterback. Uh, he's got two really good receivers and Amari uh, uh, Bruton and Colton Carroll, and then we. You know, discussed uh, Vosky Howard at running back. I think that Timpson defense is good enough to maybe slow down Cameron Williams just a little bit. I I still like Timpson, but I think this is going to be one heck of a game. If we weren't in uh, Canadian Friday for Canadian and uh, we weren't Westland, as far up as we could go, we'd go know, as far right? east as we could go. Yeah, yeah, basically, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I just, I, I really do. I, I and, and by the way, me saying that's nothing on JJ Garner, nothing no, on Timson. No, no. I really, you know, I, I picked Jefferson last Jefferson's year. Jefferson's that good. Yeah, I picked Jefferson last year to win the district, and they did. I think they're going to do it again this year. We talked about that on our three A show. Nothing to do with the district, though. Oh, it's I know. I know. I'm just who you're lining up against. No, no. I'm I just think saying. Timson is so athletically now. Like I, I think starting eleven athletically, Timson look Jefferson's. Pretty athletic yeah, themselves. They really are. Uh, but you know, I, I I could see your point when you go four quarters and it's going to be about a hundred ninety eight to a hundred with a lot of humidity in Jefferson on Friday. So that could play a uh, play a role in it. But I still think Timson wins this game. But I think it's very close. Yeah, I think it's going to be a great. It's going to be a great but game. But you're taking uh, you're taking Jefferson. Uh, if Bussy doesn't play, I'm taking Jefferson. We're going to have to assume by all accounts that we've heard that Bussy isn't playing. So, okay. I'll send so then yes, I'll go Jefferson. Okay. Wins. All right. If Bussy was playing, I'd go Timpson. Okay. Because last year they beat him 52 29. That game was close. And then Bussy broke out. And I think it was like 88 yard run and then a 70 yard pass back to back. And they, they, mm-hmm. and I'm, that's literally that where I'm saying the difference is. Speaking of East Texas 2A and 3A, we can stay kind of Northeast Texas. You got Cooper 
versus Hooks. Man, if we weren't going to Bushland uh, Canadian. <laughs> or Jefferson and Timson. <laughs> we need to be able to clone ourselves like 15 different. That might be bad for society, but it'd be great for football. <laughs> Have you seen multiplicity? It gets really bad after the first two. Yeah, that, that's the one thing about adding two. Eh? We, we're just adding 32 games across the state that it just adds good, to the schedule. Though, when you get to that uh, dog Dead grind week. of a of a dis, uh, in a lot of districts, yep. there are a lot of mismatches, and we're kind of grabbing at straws, trying to find some place to go. 2A will add a lot to where, if, hey, if, we got another class to. It feels like most of the, the 2A districts with a top team has another team in there that makes their districts a little bit more interesting. Sometimes in 4A and 3A, there's now – there's other districts like, you know, we talk about with Lorena and that group, but there's yeah. uh, there's three and four teams that well, you're going to hear a lot about the first four weeks, and then we might not talk about them for five weeks just because they're right. going to be running rough shit, rough shit over a terrible district. Raw well, what? <laughs> it's one of those nights. Taylor, man. edit that, please. <laughs> no, no, keep that it's in a and program. I didn't. Okay, did wow. The, wow, this goes on. See, Taylor doesn't edit the audio, so there we go. Now you're going to have all the, the video confused. I got to edit the audio. Oh, I do everything else. Dear Lord. Here. All right, let's talk Cooper versus Hooks. By the way, Hooks last week, uh, a, a thrilling win wow. over Harmony, but they lost their quarterback in the game. I don't know if he's going to be back. I think that matters. Uh, but what are your thoughts on this game? Uh, man, I – what a great game this is! Look, Cooper, uh, Cooper's running back, uh, Kenham Ingram, is all world. They got a really good offensive line, a really good defense, and then look at the the three headed monster, the triplets uh, of the Hooks Hornets uh, in quarterback Trip Basinger, uh, Keyshawn uh, Walls at receiver, or I'm sorry, running back, and then the receiver uh, Jatavius uh, Williams. That's a tough. That's that's a tough uh, assignment for this Cooper defense. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. I, I love Cooper what, won it last year. Yeah, I was kind of. In fact, that that I still remember that win for Cooper kind of made us go, okay, Hooks is going to do what Hooks has done. They look really good, but when it matters, that they, they struggle. And boy, they they took that loss and, and they bounced off of it. And, and I think it was a statement win for Cooper, or not, maybe not a statement win. No, but I think it was that's a good, win yeah. that like springboarded them. Throughout the season, because you know you, you talked about the Beckville win uh, in the playoffs, but they were right there with Timpson in the playoffs. Yes, they were. Know? I'm sorry, it, they beat Joaquin, not Beckville. Um, I oh yeah, Joaquin. But yeah, and it goes back to what we always say: this is why you schedule these games. As as great as some of those two A teams are, they're not going to be as athletic and fast as Hooks is. Yeah. So you play Hooks, win or lose, and when you see it again on the field six weeks later, you're like, oh, okay, we've seen faster than this. Right. Uh, it, and it was a great win last year, and it was on the road. In saying all that, I, I still like Hooks this year. Well, I say that, but again, we go back to if. You know, I, I don't know if that changes with the injury. I, I don't know how long Michael Basinger is out. I, it's it, it, or it might have been Ripken Burrow. I don't even know which quarterback got hurt. They have two, and maybe that's a good thing. You have two quarterbacks, but I, I still Basinger's like Hooks. the big the the big boy. There, okay, so then right? he's the one that got hurt. I, yeah. I still like yeah. I, I still like uh, Hooks to win this game. I like Hooks with Basinger. <laughs> oh, you're doing what I did. <laughs> yeah, kind of like you are with uh, Timpson. Without yep. Basinger, I, I, I might lean Cooper here because Cooper's that good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I totally agree. So it's, I just I'm really high on hooks this year. Yeah. Finally, I kind of believe in, in what they've done consistently uh, from last year and what they have coming back. All right, where are you going to go next? Uh, how about Crawford at Centerville, man? Crawford, good win last week. Centerville, good win. Um, you know, last week. Uh, 
uh, Centerville's running back as or well, I say running back. He's kind of a tight end, defensive end. They kind of moving around, but uh, Zentel uh, Hall. Uh, what is it? Holly. Holly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, ran for 116 yards last week. And then they got a really good quarterback and Riley Winkler, uh, two running backs in LaMarcus Justice and Andrew Newman. Um, and this one, I will take Centerville in a slight one over Crawford. Yeah, it's a battle of six and seven in Division One. Um Crawford beat game. Yeah, Crawford well, beat Goldway. Has been just loaded full, chock full of great games. Yeah, no, I the agree. The first two weeks. Yeah, and even going past that, uh, when you look at it, uh, Centerville. I mean, sorry, Crawford beat Centerville last year, twenty-one to six. Um, Crawford beat Gold Wave to begin the year, twenty-eight to fourteen. I, I like Centerville at home in this one. I, you know, you, you you talk about Holly, but you know they're one of those teams that will eventually run out five or six guys to just carry the ball. And you're going to have Laverdrick uh, Phillips. You're going to have Halston French, Lamarcus Justice. Uh, they have an old school fullback in, in Drennan Starnes. And, and last year, as a team. They rushed for 4,300 yards and 61 touchdowns. Those five seniors ran for 900 of those. Oh, my gosh. Now, when you think about that, the fact that those five alone ran for 900, which is pretty good, and then you go, oh, that was just like a third or a fourth of what that team did. Centerville is going to run, and then when you stop them, they're just going to keep running again. Uh, and, and I think that this year they'll be able to want, uh, to, to kind of wear down. A Crawford team that defensively only returns four starters, and yeah. that matters early. matters all year, but especially early. If you're early. pushing on that front. Yeah. 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 If, if you're pushing on that front and leaning on them, and, and I think that's exactly what's going to happen. All right. How about uh, a real quick hitter here, Stratford and Sunray. Another what, battle what of top ten be, teams. Right. I got Stratford in the coolest one. Give me Sunray. Give me the Bobcats in really? that one. Yep. You don't think Stratford could uh, maybe outstep Sunray just a little bit? Possibly. Possibly. But I was, I, I'm trying to pull up the thing and I can't find again, starting all this all day. Speaking of Stratford, talking a little bit about them. Uh, last week, they had uh, over 100 yards rushing. Uh, Santiago Abaro led the way with 70 yards. Uh, he also had two touchdowns. Bryce Braden had a touchdown or two touchdowns. Uh, Hundred yards, not a lot. No, but I, I as think as a team, I, I, I think also they kind of jumped out really early and kind of coasted. They 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 shut out Spearman thirty-seven to nothing. Spearman's yeah. really really down this year. I mean, yeah. they're even down further than they were before the Brennan Thompson era. And so I think that was one of those you got your guy. Again, you're, you're not going to see sure. a lot of stats early like you no, might normally, I think, because you're just going to get your guys in and get them out. Yeah, uh, other than Jefferson, Cameron Williams, well, I don't know, 337 yards. I mean, so if it would have been cool, he'd have maybe had 500. <laughs> now, come on, Grant. I know. Well, yeah, if you're any good, give me 500 in that game. Uh, but Sunray, you know, again, they beat Hooker, Oklahoma, 49-23. to 23. Favorite town in the world. Wow. I, I, no, I, Sunray. Oh, okay. Yeah, because okay. I like positive things. And you can't really. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You think I like hookers. I'm not. I'm not, actually. I'm just trying to okay. talk Sunray Bobcat too deep. That's all I'm trying to do, man. I was going to go hooker three deep. <laughs> I bet you were. And 2A folks, this is sometimes what we do on the show as well. One uh, knuckle. Two I, I knuckle like Amarndo Luan and Damian Berrigan, the quarterback wide receiver for them. Last year, Luan uh, threw for 400. I mean, 4,476 yards and 51 touchdowns. You know, everybody thinks of the spread like in 6A and 5A, and they think of like the wing T, slot T, and 2A and 3. But, man, mm -hmm. some of these 2A quarterbacks are just putting up PlayStation numbers oh, at yeah. this point. Yeah, I, I think there's no 
there's not a lot of difference as far as scheme wise anymore no. between uh, 6A and all the way down to 2A. Well, and you got it as, as the Munster coach and told dudes me. Dudes that can play, yeah, and have talent are just as efficient in the spread, th- slinging it around the yard. But they, you know, everybody makes it. A, a, you know, a good spread team will Mix. run the football on you. Again, you and I were saying this back in 2005. All the spread is a formation. It's it's not oh, yeah. an offense. Right. But but like a two A coach told me, you got all these kids doing nothing else in the offseason, so they're just out throwing the football around. <laughs> right. I mean, he returns both of his wide receivers who had a combined. 2,300 yards and 48 touchdowns. So give me Sunrain a slight upset, though I don't know if it'd be that much of an upset. I do agree with you, though. I think it would if be. If Stratford can start upset. leaning on them and, and, and that, but I, you know, that's the thing, you know, we were talking about this on something else, and, and somebody made the point that, you know, the difference between Division One and Division Two depth just depends on the individual schools. It might not actually be like oh, yeah, like yeah. comparison. Brock and Pleasant Grove. That sounds like there's a big depth, but Brock's going to be four A Division Two last year, right. so their numbers are closer than you realize. Right. We never know with these two, but I'm going to go with Sunray. I guess in what would be kind of a slight upset. Yeah, it would be. All right. How about Price Carlisle uh, versus Troop? Uh, what a great game here. I think Troop has the upper hand. They're the bigger school, and they are loaded. So is Price Carlisle. Price Carlisle's loaded, but Troop is really loaded in a and you know a class larger, right? Uh, T- Trey Davis, the running back for Troop, 193 yards rushing last week. Uh, their quarterback Grayson Heron is a really good quarterback. I I think Troop wins this football game. Uh, it might be. I I think it'll be fairly close third quarter, midway through the third quarter, yeah. and then I think Troop kind of. Just uses their depth, and they do have more dudes around all 11 positions on both sides of the ball. So give me Troop uh, in a two-touchdown win over Price Carlisle, I think. Oh, wow. I, I, I like that. Uh, I do. I, I, I think it might be two touchdowns. I don't know. That might be pushing it. Last, might be closer. Last week, Price Carlisle beat Harleton 38-26. to Troop absolutely destroyed a, a, a very young White Oak team, 70-14. to uh, you talk about Trey Davis and Garrison or Grayson Heron, but you know that the Coach Sam Wells. We talked to him at Coach's School. Did an interview with him for the website, and, and he's very he's very excited about just they're they're back at where they have depth, and, and we haven't seen that at Troop since what 2018 when they went 13 games, and uh-huh. they haven't been bad since then. They've been seven and five, five and four, eight and four last year, six and five. But he he, I think Coach Wells is really really confident that this is a year where they're putting up a 11, 12, 13, you know, more wins. And, yeah. and, and you know, I, I think on the 3A side, we're going to end up talking Troop a lot more than maybe we thought we would have. Oh, yeah, uh, for absolutely. Pr- for Price Carlisle, of course, Clay Baker left. Connor Sharp's the new head coach. And I thought that they, you know, played well. Harleton's a solid team. They Coach Little, you know, he was 1-9 a couple years ago. Last year they made the playoffs, and the Wildcats are, have a lot coming back. So I thought that was a very good win for Price Carlisle. But I'm like you. I don't know if it's two scores, but I could see that being in Troop. Again, I know it's a broken record, but the weather, you, you, you have a talking to all the coaches. The one thing that I, I gleaned last week and, and it stayed the same this week is coaches right now are not afraid to be like, you know what? I know it's a closer game, but my guys are getting too many snaps. I'd rather lose this game than, uh, you know, it's not only just heat exhaustion and things like that. When a kid gets that hot and gets that tired, he starts losing technique. And what happens when players lose technique? They get get hurt. hurt. That's right. And and I've heard more and more coaches. I'm talking about a coach playing a prominent game telling me that if, if he felt his guys were gassed in the third or fourth quarter, he would he would rather just full tent now and worry about next year. 
live to see another day, right? Live to see another day. And and, and I'm not saying Price Carlisle is going to do that, but I could see that game developing because I know it's nice now. Again, it was 98, but it's supposed to be back up to 100 by Friday, and especially in East Texas where the humidity is going to be thick. Uh, give me uh, give me true, but I do think that I think we will see Price Carlisle do a lot of good things in the game. Oh, absolutely. I think I, I don't think they're going to be run, uh, run rush shot over by um, by troop. All right. Last one we got on the docket tonight is Fall City and Poth. Uh, Poth losing to Blanco 27-23 last week. Fall City with a big win last week. And their quarterback, Braylon Johnson, 230 yards rushing. Yeah, you know, Fall, that game. Fall City's beat Three River 48-33. to I, I know that the Pirates are a pretty big favorite in this game. And don't really look at that Blanco game. That's kind of a rivalry, and they they, they kind of go back and forth all the time. Last year, uh, Poth won that by like four or it was twenty one fourteen, I think. Uh, I know that this is they're a big favorite, but I think the Beavers will hang around. But again, I'm I'm going to lean back on. I think the depth of the three eighteen will wear them down as the game goes on. Yeah, I think Poth wins this game over the Beavers. Um, and towards the end, it might not be close. Close. You know, I and I don't know. Well, I don't know. I could see it 14 points, a lot like the uh, true Price Carlisle game. Yeah, I, I could see 14 to 28 for both of them, just depending. Again, and, and turnovers are always that X factor. We never right. know. Uh, but, yeah, I, I do think, though, in the meat of this game, it's going to be a pretty competitive game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. I think we're kind of done. Yeah. First – Inaugural two A show in season in the books. Shows. Yeah, in season. Can I throw the um, thing at gonna, the camera? Okay, David Letterman. Our luck. The way tonight's go, you're gonna hit it, crack it, and we're gonna not be able to use it the rest of the night. Those are hefty cameras. Can't crack that. Yeah, those twenty dollar cameras. All right, that are they is twenty bucks. That's it. Yeah, the te- technology's come a long way, my friend. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, they're actually really nice cameras. Anyway, uh, we do want to thank our sponsor, SI Design and Printing. We appreciate Power Plus Mouth Guard, and we appreciate everybody for joining us and letting us get our 2A legs. Uh, each week we'll be doing this, and we hope you enjoy. You can find us on Facebook, Sideline to Sideline, on Twitter, at Grant and Terry. You can also email us, Grant and Terry at S2SSport.com. Again, if you want to give us your 2A team stat, please do. Give us a little information, and we'll vet it and make sure it's it, it's good because we've had some people tell us some things about, you know, back in the old days when it would be a, you need to really check this team out, and they're like, okay, you talk to other coaches, and they're like, really? Somebody's a fan of that team? Uh, but, but once we do that, we'll start using them on the air, and we'll, of course, always credit you. But until week three, he's Grant Goodwin. I'm Terry Bennett. This has been Sideline. Side to sideline, the 2A edition brought to you by SI Design and Printing on L4 Media. Busted my ass, paying my dues. Tell my kids.